this was more questioning like are your memories your soul because they're your memories right and it was just kind of like i've never really thought to think about it like that until i watched the show and now i'm all fucked up now i'm all like okay well nothing is real i don't fucking know anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host of the most, Sam, the bomb. And of course with me every week is Nick. Someone stole my panties. <laughs> and this week... My battle no panties. One... <laughs> and this week, uh, Honey Bear put Danny on suspension. Because Danny stunk up the office bathroom. That's what happened. <laughs> Honey Bear's gonna, or Danny's gonna listen to us and hate it. She's gonna be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, like, uh, no, she just is, she had a lot of stuff to catch up on. She kind of got behind this week on other stuff. and Something's going around, man. I don't know. Nick, yeah, I'm a little uh, sick, too, honestly. Yeah, and Trisha's got something going around. Probably gave it to Trisha. My bad. Probably gave it to, no, here's what happened. Is uh, You better cover your mouth. When Honey Bear went over there and was cleaning out your garage, you gave it to Honey Bear. And then Honey Bear Oh, yeah, and then that's the missing link. That's how they get you, dude. Dude, let's get into it, huh, shall we? We're doing a show swappies. Remember, we told you. We told y'all bitches we were doing a show swaps. Show swap review. Haven't done one in a while, so it's Show nice. swap. We got another one planned in a couple months. Me and Danny are swapping. Swapping up a ding dong. You guys well. know what you're doing yet? Yeah, we put it on there. Yeah, we put it on the. Are we going to announce it now or later? Oh yeah, I could say it now. Actually, there's no problem. Yeah, we could say it now. Uh, let me because now I f- kind of forgot what I gave her. Hold on, <laughs> it's at the end of April. Oh, I gave her Sakura Wars, Sakura Tyson, and then she gave me Nana. Sam, you're giving us like these these fan service shows. <laughs> We're giving you like okay. Shit. I genuinely <laughs> thought I genuinely thought Danny would like Sakura Tyson just because it kind yeah. of fuses her. No, genre you're giving and us the fun to... shows. I appreciate. Yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it kind of like, you know, it fuses like mecha stuff with like, uh, some romance, and whatever things, and it's 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 a, it's somewhat shoujoy, which we both like. So, um, Nana is obviously like long, so I'm gonna start watching that soon after we get. Oh yeah, that's why it. we gotta tell people now. Yeah, so like that's at the end of April, okay. Um, but yeah, no, this show swap, this is the swap right here, dude. And all these shows that I've that we're talking about too, the, even the ones the two I just mentioned for April, and this one, these ones, Kaiba and Strike Witches, are all within the two thousand to two thousand nine decade, which is nice because yep. Then these shows are we, both two thousand eight. Yeah. So when we when we get to two that anime, two very different we, anime. <laughs> when we get to that at some point, we'll we'll be you know what I mean. We'll be equipped. You know what I mean. So, um. We're just trying to do them as we as we go along and whatever you know what I mean. So, uh, but yeah, I'm excited because Nick has been actually been telling me to watch this for a long time. Uh, he traded me Kaiba, I traded him Strike Witches. I still think it's um, hilarious. This is like this is like Grave of the Fireflies, My Neighbor Totoro level of difference. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's gonna be funny. Like, Someone's gonna search for like I want a review on uh, Strike Witches, and they're like, "Whoa, what's Kaiba?" <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and vice versa. They'd be like Kaiba. What the hell, Strike Witches? 
But uh, yeah, dude. So let's let's just jump right into it, okay? Let's do it. Links. Dot dot net. Okay, that's where you can find all the good stuff. Where to listen, and where to party, and where to hardy, and where to farty, and uh, uh, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. And then the Discord link is there. Join the Discord. Because Discord's fun. We hang out. We do Manga Club and all that good stuff. Actually, let me check. I don't think they posted a new Manga Club schedule yet. They're still voting on February, I believe. But, uh, oh, yeah. So next week we'll announce February's uh, – we can announce February's schedule. It's a romance so, theme. Romance-themed month. So I think they're all going to do short – four short, you know, mangas or whatever. For, you know, whatever. But anyway. Followed by the uh, – Despair theme in March. Got to even it out. The despair. <laughs> That's my idea. <laughs> I don't and think they don't agreed for- on that. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget our live stream on February 25th. We're just going to hang out, play video games, do some giveaways, have fun, and uh, you know, just be there to entertain y'all for getting us to 100 Spotify ratings. And if, that being said, speaking of Spotify ratings, you can now leave reviews on Spotify as well. So we're going to start reading those for you, okay? So, yeah, get, leave us a – if you've left a rating, please go back and leave a review as well. If you haven't left a rating yet, please go leave a rating and a review. That'd be great. So, listener question of the week, Nick. What do you got? Oh, yeah. <sighs> okay. I don't know if you want to cut that or not. Anyway, listener question of the week. That's relevant to what I, the question is. King asks, you are invited to an anime watch party slash potluck what covered dish are you bringing? What special drink are you bringing? Um, I've so <laughs> it kind of sucks because like, you know, I when when I was learning to cook, I you know wanted to cook all my dad's dishes, you know, and whatever. So I kind of solidified solidified myself as the person who brings the egg rolls. So that's probably what I'd bring. I'd just make, like, a hundred of them, and then I'd bring them. Um, for drinks, I don't know. I'd probably just bring, like, you know, more water or soda or something. I'm not big on – I'm not really big on alcohol, so um, – and I'm actually even trying to cut back on soda. So I'd probably just bring, like, water or Gatorade or something. I don't fucking know. Um, I normally don't bring water. Drinks, I just bring I just bring the dish. Lettuce-flavored Gatorade, Sam. Lettuce – I like the lettuce-flavored – I like putting a little bit of tahine in there, you know, a little lettuce-flavored tahine. Uh, what about you, Nick? Oh, man. Now I don't know what to pick. I was gonna, I was originally going to say hard-boiled eggs and tap water. Hard-boiled <laughs> eggs and tap water. <laughs> That's not really a covered dish, though, is it? Just go to, let's see. Oh, macaroni. Okay. I'd make some, like, fucking fancy-ass YouTuber macaroni that's, like, way overdone but, like, fucking awesome. That's what I would do. And then... Uh, like macaroni salad, you mean? No, like macaroni macaroni. But this would be like bomb-ass macaroni, like way over-the-top shit. Uh, and then drink eggnog, straight up. I fucking love eggnog. I don't care what month it is. I don't care if it's fucking <laughs> July. I'm bringing fuck? eggnog. Fuck you. <laughs> eggnog, dude. Dude, I love it so much. What the hell? Do you That's not like dude. eggnog? What are you talking about? I don't... I mean, I don't... I haven't had it in a long time, so I don't even remember if I like it or not. You don't slog the nog? You don't slog the <laughs> nog, bro? No, I actually, yeah, I should try it again. Maybe I'll try it again. 
You can still buy it, right? It just, it's not like it's all around Probably, yeah. You it's might like have in to the, look a little bit, but yeah. It's like in the area where all the milk and shit is, right? Probably. Yeah. I pr- yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Although with all the fucking egg prices lately, fuck! Fuck! Shit! Fucking corporations, man. Stick it to the man, you guys. I guess to be yeah. fair, eggs were like a little too cheap. They probably shouldn't have been a dollar for a dozen of them, if you think about it. But four dollars oh, is I'm too fucking it. much for a dozen. So let's meet in the middle. Two bucks, call it good. This is your anime summit reminder to stick it to the man. Um, yes, steel I'll, I'll, eggs, so the price goes up even higher. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, I'll do this since Danny's not here. But waifu has bando. Waifu is Yoshika Miyafuji, Strike Witches. She's the main. Hell yeah. She's really cute. You get to see her nip-nops, dude. Yeah, she's not my personal strike witch waifu, but she's the main one, and a lot of people like her. She's very cute. So I don't know if she was the first one that um, Shimada drew, but... um, And then the husbando is Kaiba, King Ward from Kaiba. And also Kaiba. And also Kaiba from Kaiba. There's two Kaibas. Anyway, we'll get to it. Uh, Yeah, Kaiba and Kaiba. And uh, and Seto Kaiba. No, so I mean, in the show, out. there's two Kaibas. And there's also Seto Kaiba. He makes an appearance at the end. I was trying to make Please. a meme of, like, the show me Kaiba. No, the other one. No, the the other one. Perfection. But there's only oh, two yeah, Kaibas. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping there was a third Kaiba somewhere, but, uh, yeah, anyway. If you know a third Kaiba, it doesn't even have to be anime. It could be anything. Seto Kaiba, I just said it. No, a third you know. one. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about different Kaibas. So there's the show Kaiba, there's Seto Kaiba, and then we need a third Kaiba. Oh. I gotcha. There probably is. It doesn't even have I to have be no anime. Idea. It could be something else. Yeah, it could be something else. It could be like Kai from Discord, like on a yeah, bus Kai or something. Like Kai, clear- Kai bus. Yeah, Kai, Kai clear and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Kai bus. That's funny, dude. Show me Kai's bussy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't threaten him with a good time. You never thought I'd say that. All right. He'll come running like the Roadrunner. Okay, anyways. Show swap review. Let's go, dude. Strike Witches. What are we talking about again? (laughs) Science fiction double feature. This actually is a science fiction double feature. Oh, yeah, kind of. I make that joke every time. Yeah, Strike Witches maybe is a little more fantastical, I guess. But, like... It's, um, like, alternate uh, history or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Very alternate. (laughs) You know? Science fiction. Mm. Double feature. <laughs> Is that the Jack Black intro? <laughs> it's the no, it's the the intro to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh shit! I still haven't. People go to movie theaters and watch that. I know that. It's all about Tim Curry, dude. That's all you need to know. Um, yeah, dude. Strike witches. Let's start with, let's start with strike witches. <laughs> course and uh the yeah dude i like strike witches a lot i watched this a while ago i thought it'd be fun to trade to nick so let's do it let's let's do it okay let's just do it 
Uh, this came out in summer of 2008. Studio Gonzo. The source is it's an original. Um, is It's a multimedia project based on original character designs by Fumikane Shimada. Uh, director and also the anime's character designer is Kazuhiro Takamura. He does the anime character design for Yurisai Atsura. He's been the in-betweener friend of Ava, Cardcaptor Sakura, and Comic Bebop, and many other popular shows. Um, so he's been around. And the synopsis is... Uh, it takes place in an alternate Earth in the 1940s. The series focuses on the 501st Joint Fighter Wing of Strike Witches, magically-powered girls who fight against an alien race known as the Neuroi, using special area equipment and arms powered by their magic. Um... It's like these uh, mecha leg things with propellers, and then they have really huge fucking rifles, and it's super sick. No, yeah, this is why and, they wear panties because they can't fit pants in those. Yeah, they. Yeah, that's why no, no, nobody wears pants. It's just pantsless show. It's logical. <laughs> it makes sense. Okay, look, it makes sense if you watch it. Okay, God. Um, but yeah, and so the the five hundred first Joint Fighter Wing is the is the main unit that they, um. Uh, follow right, and there's a bunch of waifus. There's like twelve of them, five, ten of them, ten, twenty. There's too many waifus, and so you kind of you kind of got to go into the show. And they're all and like gotta... seventeen or something, <laughs> except for the major. I think Yoshi, the old I lady think... is twenty. <laughs> yeah, I think Yoshika is the, the youngest. She's one. like fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, but like, um, the the um, y- you got to come out the other end of the show having a waifu. If you don't, then you watched it wrong. You didn't do it right. Yeah, and so, like, what kind of wife are we? We're not talking about like you're gonna fuck them or whatever. We're talking about like that's my no, just that's it's your like wife. it's like yeah, your yeah, chi- yeah. it's like a chicken fight. You know what I mean? It's like, like a chicken, right? <laughs> that's just my like, boy. She's on top of Nick's, you know, shoulders or whatever with the the aerial gear on. So like, oh her- no, I'm talking about. Oh, sorry, I meant a cockfight. Like actual chickens killing each other. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like. The game you play in the pool. Yeah, that, I guess that could work too. No, I meant actual chickens. <laughs> yeah, this is why the, I meant actual chickens. This is why the prices of eggs are going up. Yeah, probably, dude. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, dude, uh, I will say before we, I mean, before we ask Nick about it, I mean, I will say my my wife who is Charlotte Yeager. She's my favorite. I love Charlotte. Oh shit! Lodge. I gotta find my wife. God damn it. Erica Hartman and Charlotte Yeager are super cool. Oh, I'm like picking that. Sonya. Let's go. Yeah, Sonya is... She's sleepy. Yeah, Sonya is... I mean, she's not, like, the hottest one. I'm not talking about hotness. I'm talking about, like, funny character. (laughs) She's really hilarious. But also, the character designs are really nice. But uh, anyways, Nick, what are your thoughts? What do you like about it? Did you you like it? My thoughts. T-H-O-T-S. It's, uh... Oh, by the way, it's, uh, 12 episodes. I should have said that. 12 episodes. I forgot to say that. 12 episodes. Okay, well, Strike Witches. I was I was excited at first, and then I was confused, and then I had to cover up my screen so no one would see what I was watching. <laughs> uh, this is a this is one of those look over your shoulder anime <laughs> you can't watch in a public, um, which is probably true for most anime, but this one more so because they got the titties. They actually got their like their nip knops hanging out. You know, whenever they go to the bath, they they just show the boobs. But this, I watched the uncensored version. I, I'm sure if you watch this. Um, on, what, it's on, is it on Crunchyroll right now? Did they take it off? I believe it is. Yeah, it's on Crunchyroll. Yes. I'm curious if they have it uncensored or not. They probably don't. They probably have it censored, I would guess. 
Um, mm. It's not a big deal. Like, it has nothing to do with the plot. You don't need to see their fucking nipples. <laughs> but, yeah. So, <laughs> this is, like, it's a very basic story. Um, I I had I had fun with it, actually. Like, more than I thought I would. And especially because it has a dub, and the dub is, is like, reasonable. It's a Funimation. Um, I I thought it was fun. I thought it was hilarious how much they showed like butt shots and boob shots. Like they, it was this was a very lewd uh, fan service anime. <laughs> um, but also like kind of it was lewd wholesome, which is like I don't think any like straight girls are gonna watch this show. Are they like is that is that a thing? This is a show for know. that like dudes are gonna watch. Maybe not. A lot of girls, a lot of girls like this. Sh- I, th- I feel like a lot of girls. It is cute like designs, I guess. Maybe I'm wrong. It's not like I guess it's not moe. They're not like way too moe. So girls I should, don't like I the should, moe stuff, right? Yeah, it's 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 a little moe. I should I should also say that to the character designer Huma, uh, Shimane, Shima, Shimada, Fumikani Shimada. Um, he also did Girls and Panzer character designs. Yeah, this show is such. is like Girls and Panzer. I, I would say Girls yeah. and Panzer. I think I like better, but like this was still funny. Um. My let's see, I was a little confused on like what the enemy was and like why they were there. It felt a little Evangelion esque, where like the enemy is just kind of like this otherworldly creature. Yeah, that's basically what they are. Yeah, um, it was just something to fight against. It wasn't really yeah yeah it, was, you know yeah, I mean? it yeah. wasn't it wasn't very fleshed out. <laughs> they were like invaders. Yeah, yeah, invaders. Um, and it, it, it's it, I think like you said, it's like an alternate World War Two. Britannia history type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. it, let's see. It, it was a fun show. Like overall, I thought it was fun. That was my first impression of it. So I guess that's my that's my first little statement. Sam, what do you got now? So the deep theme of no, <laughs> no that pants um, are useless. Yeah. <laughs> fuck pants, dude. I have that tattooed on my leg. I have the words "fuck pants" tattooed on my leg. Um, yeah, no, like, uh, this is one of those shows where it's, it's purely like, you know, uh, a, a popular artist, you know, got their works, you know, seen and they were like, let's make a fucking multimedia project out of this. Right. So there's light novels, there's manga, there's anime, there's, um, a movie, you know, um, I'm sure if it was earlier, earlier they probably would have you know if it came out way earlier they probably would have had a radio drama too you know because the radio dramas were big back then but yeah no this is just like the genre that's even listed on wikipedia is girls with guns military science fiction girls and so like uh fumikami shimada he does a lot of military waifu stuff and yeah um, this is like a military otaku type of show a little bit yeah not as much as girls in panzer or uh can kole kantai collection um yeah kantai collection i like i say it the american way but <laughs> can't i can't uh, can't i kantai. do this yeah yeah no i don't know or even uh yeah. sound of the sky has a little more military yeah like like military girls doing cute things pretty much that's what this is yeah in this case like there's a little fantasy in which like the girls are magical and they fly around and but like the guns are huge they'll use like a fucking you know <laughs> like I think Yoshika's main gun is like a fucking god. What even is that? Oh, I don't even know. I have no idea. I I don't I don't know a single thing about guns. 
it's a machine gun of some type. It's got a like drum mag on it. But anyway, yeah, it's just like, you know, big guns, military girls. And I'll say this too, I do like girls in Panzer way better. That's a more Oh, she has better. a thirteen millimeter type ninety nine machine gun. Is that a real gun uh, or a made up gun? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It looks like a real gun, to be honest with you. But um yeah, that's that's like Shimada's thing. Is like you know those. Uh, oh, and an M seven twelve. That's her other gun, apparently. That's a real gun. I'm pretty sure that's a real thing. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the, like it, it's the you know mil- military girls. In this case, they're you know Air Force girls, kind of. Except they don't fly in planes. They fly in these little leg things that make them fly with their magic or whatever. And then also when they do their magic. <laughs> When they like summon their magic to like use the aerial, the the gear, you know, they get little bunny ears or cat ears and a little tail. Oh yeah, for some reason I thought it was just the one girl who did that. Um, I don't it's remember like, what it was. It was Gertrude. Let's make him. Let's make him cuter. Here we go. Like yeah, they turn into <laughs> Neko like, fighters pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> but they don't lean heavily into it. It's just like a visual thing. They don't act like cats really. Well, except for no, Sonya maybe, but. Yeah, it's just a visual thing. Yeah, it's not really, yeah. It's not really, you know. Like you were saying, it's, it, it's a heavily character design focused show intended to sell, like, merch and stuff like that, and, right? And intended to sell waifus and merch. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Luminous Witches, which is, like, a spinoff show, kind of, which aired uh, a couple seasons ago. That one was, like, about a aerial unit in which they, like, you know, the, what do they call those girls, dude? The World War Two girls that like went around. There were the like, choirs, you know, and they did. They sang music at like those events and stuff. They, you know what I mean? What were those girls called? I don't know, but that was what Luminous Witches was, and they all had like matching outfits and stuff. But that one wasn't really like that. Was just kind of more based off of the series itself, and not really just. Whereas this 2008 show that I made Nick watches, which is the first season, by the way, um, you know, it was just purely based off of it was like let's just make a quick story to get these girls in here. And then pretty much everything after that is just based on this first like set of story. You know when, and actually the end as, of this show doesn't fully end it. It's like a yeah half ending. Yeah, because there's a strike, which is which is two, fine because they have more after it. Like you can watch more, so that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I will say this too as well. It's kind of like when you're an artist, you know, you're an, an illustrator. You know, a lot of the pieces that I work on, some of them are just lewd to be lewd. They're not, there's no story or whatever. But, like, you know, uh, when you have a certain idea and you just kind of draw it and you run with it and you're really good at it, and, you know, some people can look, you know, you draw it with a story, right? Like, oh, yeah, this is her thing. It works this way. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, whatever, that kind of thing. And that's what this is. So, yeah, this is, this really. is Lolly and Gellion. That's what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> Lolly and Gellion. <laughs> per Van Gellion. <laughs> Which Van Gellion was kind of pervy too. But anyway, yeah. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird because like the fan service and male gaze in the show don't feel that it doesn't feel that offensive. It's weird. Like it should be, but I guess because it's all girls, it feels like much softer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's not a guy yes. like leering at them in the show. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's like oh shoot, what was that show? Um, I mean, there's tons of anime just like this. Uh, there's a little uh, Toy Soldier Girls anime that I watched. I forget the name of it. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I forget the name, but I know what you're talking. There's tons about, of stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's... 
Um, I don't know if Gunslinger Girl has... High School Fleet is a good example of this also, where it's just like all girls are in every... Like, they do everything, pretty much. And it's pervy, but it doesn't feel super gross. It's like a little bit over the line, I would say. Um, But yeah, yeah. This one definitely is, yeah, like a, a pretty girly show where in which I think girls would like it. You know what I mean? But um, I happen to like it just because I love the the character design and the, the idea of, like, the mecha. The mecha design in it is kind of cool, you know, or the little mecha design that there is. But yeah, they have two missiles attached to their legs. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they're like... <laughs> it's two missiles. That's what it looks like. Yeah. And they're they're basically like the wings of the legs except round, you know what I mean? And Or the wings of a plane except round, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they got yeah. The, and the, they the, got the, the funny plane. thing is, like, they don't have goggles or anything, and, like, one of them is flying at the speed of sound, like Mach 1. <laughs> I'm like, wouldn't her eyeballs, like, explode or something? Like, what's going on? <laughs> they, they would sink into her, yeah, like, yeah her, have, her mouth would be like... Yeah, you know, like, uh, <laughs> they have their <laughs> magic. They, they they do have magic. That's why they're able to do all this, so it's magic. Yeah. But, yeah. It's magic, okay? Shut up. They do, okay, well, they do, yeah, because they, they have the shield, they use like the little magic shields, you know, when they get shot at. Oh so shoot! They use their is. special eyes. My brand. Yeah, <laughs> they just put mini shields <laughs> in front of their eyes, their eyeballs. Oh man! But yeah, really, honestly, Nick, like, not much to say. I just wanted you to watch it because it's one of those like things in in anime where it's kind of like you got to know what it is, just because you just got to know. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's it's just like appearing to the kind of artwork that Shimada does and then in an anime form with a story with kind of just like a basic story slapped on it, albeit, but like, you know, it's really cool. It's really cool to see like, um, well, and you know that I, I, I like these kinds of shows every once in a while. I wouldn't want to watch it every single season necessarily, but yeah. 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 I think it, it kind of broke up your monotony a little bit. Maybe, you know, it's, it's good since a nice break to just kind of put it on and, whatever you know what i mean so other than that i um, mean yeah like i yeah <laughs> you're right i don't have a ton to say um yeah. <laughs> the, the basic plot is they're defending their land from the the Neroi, which are these monsters that are kind of like angels from ava and they i mean they they have to fight them it's like monster of the week but the only problem I would say there, there's a there's a slight weakness to the show. I mean, the show is I gave the show a five out of ten. I liked it though, so like it's an enjoyable five out of ten. But like the problem with the Neroi is like they're all samey, whereas like Evangelion Angels are different. And I'm not and this is a totally different show. I'm not saying it has the same themes as Evangelion, but at least like the but they designs, were different enough week to week where it was yeah. just kind of like yeah yeah yeah. The 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 monster designs are too samey for the Neroi to make it interesting. Like a show thrives on the villain a lot of the time. Yeah, and the show did not have a strong villain. It had no, the, yeah. the whole it, point of the show is to is to enjoy the girls' uh, camaraderie and like teasing each other and grabbing their boobs and stuff, <laughs> like doing ridiculous stuff. Um, and then at the same time, they're in a serious military, so it's like they they do both. But uh, that's that's like the strength of the show, I think. Uh, and then the monsters are their weakness. And let's see, there there was. There wasn't like quite enough intrigue. I I did kind of want to know what what happened to uh, Yoshi's father, and like at the end of the show, something is revealed. I guess I don't want to spoil. Do we want to spoil any of these shows? Uh, Kaiba um, won't have to fucking spoil, but th- this one. Yeah, Kaiba will will probably spoil a little bit. So I mean, it doesn't really matter because we did. We, hey, 
That's why we told you to watch it. So shut up. Yeah, we we could do like an initial thing and then a spoiler talk after. But yeah, like at the end of the show, yeah. she gets uh, Yoshi gets a uh, letter from her dad, and it just ends. <laughs> so he's like, yeah. in theory, he's alive probably, and he's the one who designed their suits and everything. So, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. So it was it was it was it was fun overall. I would say, but. Yeah, the sequel is even better. It's called Strike Bitches. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think it's called Strike Witches 2. <laughs> uh, no, Sam, I think you're wrong on that one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like it's, and actually, because um, there's a lot, actually, at this point. There actually one just came out recently, too, um, before Luminous Witches, I mean. But there's Strike Witches, Strike Witches 2, and then there's... 501st Joint Fighter um, Wing Takeoff, which I think that's that might be something else. And then there's Road to Berlin, which came out in 2020, which I never got to watch. And then um, Operation Victory Era, which is a... I think that's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. Um, And then... uh, Then there's Brave Witches, which is like a prequel, I believe. That one's recent. Yeah. That also had a recent twenty. Thing, well, not that recent. Twenty sixteen, I guess. <laughs> it's like it's part of the World Witches ago, series. Seven years ago. Oh, sequel. Sorry, it focused on the five hundred second unit. Where yeah, instead of the five hundred first. But the main character kind of looks the same, almost as the <laughs> as the main character in Strike Witches. So does yeah. does Yoshida or Yoshika keep uh, continuing into the next series, or is it kind of like Love Live type thing, where they have different characters? No, oh yeah, all the Strike Witches ones are about the 501st. So yeah, you see Yoshika is the main. Oh, okay, okay. Cuz so, I've seen so the it's first like a little two bit seasons. like Symphogear kind of. Yeah, yeah, like Symphogear. Yeah. Um and then Brave Witches is is a separate. That's a different one. Yeah. Cuz the that's the 502nd. Yeah, it's like unit. a spin-off type of thing. Okay. Mhm. I did like one of my favorite scenes in this was when uh Mio smuggles a striker unit into her wheelchair. <laughs> Yeah. Like near the end of it, she's like, "Here, take these and go." <laughs> oh man, Mio's like the captain with the. Uh, is she a captain or a commander? I don't know her, she's her sub, role. Sub, sub commander. Sub commander. She, she uh, is the head of their unit, and she has a special eye that can see. What can it see exactly? She can see something with it. But yeah, her magic is like fading. So in one of the battles, she gets she gets a. Uh, shot down but she survives and yeah. all right here at the her end they gotta take prowess. out like, the big uh, battleship Neroi. her visual eye is ability to spot Neroi cores when used so if okay okay yeah but yeah and she also has a sword which is cool because everyone else has a gun she's like nah dude fuck that i'm kirito I'm, bitch I'm the, I'm the commander i got a sword i liked how perrine was uh jealous of uh she was jealous of the main character because because Mio and, and Yoshika were like close and the other girls were like, why? She just got here. You know, I don't know. Just like the yeah. silly interactions like that were fun. And, and then like when when she had to learn when Yoshika had to do the night missions with Sanya, that was funny. And when somebody when there was like a panty, the, one of the filler episodes is like a panty thief. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> like they were like swapping panties, like wearing different ones and stuff. Um <laughs> 
Yeah, like, and then the girls are always grabbing each other's boobs and stuff. It was really funny though. Yoshika like had a had a dream about it. One, I think it was uh, who was it? Lynette, I think she was dreaming about her partner Lynette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, no, it was nothing. I don't like you or anything. <laughs> God. See, it's it's that it's that what what people why people like some of it, you know? Cause yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Like you said, it's like the interactions between the the unit and stuff like that. You know, it would be cool if the monsters were like either more variety of monsters or like they could talk somehow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They don't have to talk, but and I, I don't, well, and I feel bad because I only rewatched the first episode. I should have rewatched more of them, but like, and I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen them since like, I don't know. I think two thousand. I think it was like two thousand ten or nine when I watched them. I don't, I don't know how you remember anything. Yeah, Strike Witches two, um. It's just kind of like a sequel, and I don't remember what happened at the end of that one, to be honest with you. I know that there was, like, a whole other unit that joined him, like, halfway through from, like, another country or something. But, like, yeah. I don't remember too much about that one. So, because obviously, like, that, that's the thing. is like, it's not super memorable, right? It's just the thing you remember about it the most are the, the characters, the girls. Right? Yeah, so yeah. Oh, the story is just whatever. Frame Arms Girls. That was the other one that I'm thinking of. Oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't No, I don't think she might have did anything for that. I was gonna say that might be something else. Somebody else who did those. Anyways, it's funny that you say that, Nick, because I was just about to say like that's what gravitated me towards Strike Witches in the first place is I like Mecha Girls. Yeah, can't contact collection. Yeah. That's like that's the big yeah. one, right? Contact collection. So I will say that I hate contact collection. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of porn on it though, so <laughs> boat girls yeah the, but the boat girls character designs are really good too yeah but like i the only reason i hate it is because of weiss white shorts so that's it's oh they're like reason. overpowered yeah. or something they're dude they're super overpowered like they like they probably wouldn't you probably wouldn't be able well, to do it have, have you ever tried the strategy of getting good <laughs> you know what nick shut up all right look that's not my fault that the last time i played with kai he cheated anyways moving on <laughs> Kai Cheed. A lot of Parmesan happening. Yeah, dude. So, I mean. So, you, oh, you said it already. You said 5 out of 10. Yeah, I think my overall score is about a, about a 5 out of 10. Um,. It's it's funny though because like, I could see maybe putting it in my favorites of the decade, even if it's a low score. Just because um, of your enjoyment of it. Yeah, enjoyment was 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 like medium high. I would say it was it was it was fun. Um, the question is how, like how much am I gonna think about it, remember it, and that type of thing. So yeah, um, and I don't know how many I don't know how many we're gonna do for the uh, our decade list for that decade. Probably less than fifty. Yeah, something yeah. like that because we there's less shows, but yeah. Anyway, um, I was it was, say, it was yeah, worth checking out. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I think I think Nick also you appreciate that. I I I knew too that you would appreciate that art too, like because the, you know, I think looking at Shimada's other work, I think you'd appreciate it too. I I feel like like some of the other pieces and work he's done, like other Mecha Girl shit he's done besides the witches, you know. So what were the he other things he of... did again? God, what is that latest one he's doing? There's a bunch of model kits of it coming out right now. 
I think they're called uh they're kind of like frame arm frame arm girls, but I think they're called Agus something or other. A- oh, he I did got girls it. in I, Panzer designs too. Okay. He did do the girls in Panzer character designs. Yeah, yep. I don't, I don't think he was the creator of like the that shit, but like he did they Gundam build they had divers. him do the they had him do the designs of it. They had him do some build diver stuff too, I believe. Some mecha designs. Oh stuff. shit, he did the Frame Arms Girl movie. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, that, that makes sense. Awesome. Like for the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find. There's his main that that main chick that he draws, with the cat headphone things, with the black outfit. That's like his main bitch. That's his main like OC that he draws. But I don't remember. God, what is that other thing called? I wish I knew. I'm sorry. I, I'm super ignorant right now. But like anyway, he drew our mascot. He did. <laughs> Just kidding. That'd be cool if he did. I would. It kind of looks a little bit like it. Well, maybe not, but it looks a little bit. She has the she has I mean, the earphones. So the here that cat headphones. That was uh Nick and Danny's idea, by the way. They made me put that on there. I had regular headphones on her, and they made me do that. Um, we told oh, you to put a more a little more pizzazz on it, make it pop. Thirty thirty minute sisters. That's what they're called. Thirty minute sisters. Thirty minutes. So all I need. There's these model kits out there called 30 Minute Missions, and they're kind of like these little quick robots. And I actually have one in my closet. I have, a th- I have one in my closet. There's these Mecha Girl versions of them called 30 Minute Sisters, and they're super cute. And I'm gonna put one together because you can. And oh, and they come out with like customization parts too, so you can change like the legs and weapons and all that cool stuff. So anyway, moving on, you bitch. Oh yeah, so I'm gonna uh, introduce Kaiba for you. Yeah, so that's Strike Witches, so you guys should watch it. I think it's really fun. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, Kaiba. This was also a 2008 anime directed by Masaki Yuasa. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, boo, get off the stage! (laughs) All right. (laughs) Studio Madhouse. It's an original by Masaki Yuasa. Oh, Mal has a new category called award winning, apparently. That's interesting. It's a sci fi. It's a sci fi mystery show, mostly, and a little bit of romance in there. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The romance, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a couple of romances, but yeah, the uh, the the show is uh, has the appearance of uh, Osama Tezuka style animation. It looks old timey, like 1960, like Astro Boy, Cyborg 009. That's not Tezuka, but it's somewhat similar to that. Um, who did Cyborg 009 again? I keep forgetting. This was Shotaro Ishinomori. Ish- That's it. Ishinomori. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so. It, the show looks a little bit like that, um, but it's in a sci-fi world, and it's about memory. It's about uh, memories existing separate from the body, and the death of the body no longer means the death of the soul. It's a little bit like Ghost in the Shell in that way, where it's like a transhumanist type of message a little bit. Um, but then there's also like the divide between you know, the, the, the wealthy and everybody else. You know, Everybody lives on the, in, the, in the bottom. And the wealthier above the clouds, you know, it's a little bit like, uh, oh, what's that show? 
uh, Battle Angel. I mean, everything is like that. I mean, <laughs> Elysium, Battle Angel, Alito, that type of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So haves and have nots. Yeah, the haves and have nots. Uh, it's this show I recommended to some because of number one because of the art style. I know you love that the old the retro style. Uh, it, it almost, yeah. It's like it's like a Mega Man style almost. It looks kind of like that. Yeah. Um, and then number two, well, number one A, and then one B would be like the themes of the show. I figured as like LGBT person, like I feel like you would get more out of this than than like a, just like a boring normie like like me would get. You know what I mean? Like, because because I feel like the body, the the themes of like the body would would resonate with you a little bit more than than uh, they resonate with everybody. But like, you know what I mean? Does that does that make any yeah. sense? No, it kind of yeah. No, it kind of did honestly. It kind of did, and it it may have resonated with you on the same level, but just differently. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I appreciate that honestly. I I didn't think that that's what you were thinking about when you wrecked it because you you had been wrecking it to me for a while, but like, no, that's actually super cool. Yeah, no, I appreciate that because I did feel things about that when they were discussing that a lot in the first like three or four episodes about switching bodies and being into this kind of body and that kind of body and such. Yeah. And, and the, the actual plot of Kaiba is a little bit confusing and this show needs to be watched probably twice <laughs> to, to fully grasp it. And then I would, I would recommend looking up uh, an, an analysis of it. We, we can talk about a couple later on, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, Kaiba is the main character and he wakes up in an empty room with no memories mysterious hole in his chest a locket with a picture of an unknown woman and he escapes an attack and goes across different planets of the universe to find out his identity and about the woman and that's kind of like the basic plot and there's also another kaiba which is it's like the legendary memory eating plant Mm -hmm. and um this show it it has like a it has like a similar feel to some of the space dandy episodes (laughs) Which Masaki Iwasa, uh did. I was gonna say a couple yeah, episodes he worked Andy. on. Yeah, um, but yeah, like this. This is just like a really, really interesting, unique show. It's very abstract. the The soundtrack is is amazing, and I forgot to mention Strike. I like the Strike Witches OP and ED. Those are pretty good. But Kaiba also oh, has yeah. a really good OP. So, which you'll hear. You'll you'll you've already heard it just now. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We'll play that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, this this is it had some tear jerking moments. It had some uh, crazy shit going on, and uh, it was great. So there you go. What'd you think? So this is what Nick meant by like, my neighbor Totoro to Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, because <laughs> like you watch I wouldn't my neighbor compare, Totoro. I wouldn't compare Strike Witches to either of them, but there's a big difference, you know. in, in like, but yeah, I think the you're, emotion what of you're, it. <laughs> what you're doing is comparing the differences between those two things versus these two things. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know. You watch Totoro because of the big kitty, and then you watch Grave of the Fireflies because themes of oh god, oh god, <laughs> war and shit and humans and whatever. But like, um, no, absolutely. Like your Rex, like okay. So here's the thing, guys. Okay, and I've said this millions of times. I shouldn't have to say it anymore, but I'm going to say it again because we all know that Nick is a memester. That's what he does. But like, no, when he wrecks me stuff, he never fucks me over ever so like i mean like he had been wrecking it for a long time and like if you guys remember our visions episode the misaki wasa one and that one tbo one like that was one of the things i loved about it was the art style he used in that one was very like tezuka like 
you know, the main character, the droid TB01. Oh, yeah, the Star know, Wars. The, yep, yep. Yeah, with the big, he had the big boots and the big hands. And, you know, he very, actually, he kind of looks like he could be a Kaiba character, too. Like, if you put yeah, him in no there. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so I very much, I very much enjoyed the art of this, of course. And, you know, I love Misaki Yuasa as well. So, like, um, I probably love him more now because of Nick, if anything. But, like, uh, yeah, Kaiba, dude, like, the designs of the characters are really sweet. And yeah, the, the, the theme of like the, one of the things they say in the beginning of each episode, like before, like the opening starts, you know, is like, oh, what are memories? Are memories the soul or is the soul like, you know, whatever is it different for, is it separate from like, you know, your, your body or whatever kind of thing. And I don't remember the exact word. So excuse me, but like that, that is just, I love things like that. It's super cool. I think. Um, and yeah, it's very the world is already it's set in this distant distant future where you can traverse planets and such. And so the main planet it focuses on is like like when Nick said you know, the poor people live underground and the rich people live in the heavens is what they call it. And then they call the underground the undermoon. But yeah, no, I loved it. I this is it's definitely going on my decade list. I can say just straight up. Hell yeah. And, I wonder if Danny would like this one. Danny would I, like it. I feel like Danny would. I don't know. Like they don't talk as fast as like Tatami Galaxy, so it's it's doable. I was able to watch it at two times speed and still understand it. Yeah, because there's not a dub of it, is there? Because I watched no, there's the no sub. dub. Yeah, I and by the way, you can watch it on Retro Crush. So, um, that's where I watched it. And um, yeah, it's on Two uh, B TV, Pluto, Peacock. It says it's on Crunchyroll too. Oh, okay. Yeah. By the way, Tubi and Retro are free, so if you don't have a Crunchyroll account, you can go there. Um, but yeah, like, and also, Retro Crush, they pretty much grab it from Asian Crush, so you could watch on Asian Crush. Oh, is it as well, still on is, Retro Crush? I don't see it on the list here. I, actually, you probably have to go to Asian Crush. I watched it on Retro Crush. I'm pretty sure, but I might have watched it on Asian Crush, which okay. is well, Retro way, Crush, yeah, but it does Asian have shows. streaming. Yeah. Available. By the way, if you don't know what Asian Crush is, do yourself a favor and look through it right now. Um, but um, and you can get yeah. the Blu-rays for like thirty bucks on Right Stuff. So honestly, worth it. Like this show is, God, dude, it was so fucking wild. And so, like the first eight, seven or eight episodes are kind of episodic to kind of, because here's here's the greatest part about it. Okay, Nick, the greatest part about it is like. Oh, the 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 whole amnesia thing, right? Is kind of like a lot of people will use that as like a way to kind of escape having to develop a character because you had to develop. You can yeah, develop it's like it, backwards, it can be lazy. You know? It's like time travel. Yeah. If you don't do it right, it's bad. Yeah, but in this case, it works so well because it makes you. Well, it plays directly into the theme of the show too. Because a lot of times, like they're just amnesia, but the the amnesia itself isn't really part of the themes it's like oh they just have amnesia like they got knocked out or something but this one it's like the memories are are like the whole point of kaiba <laughs> right right and it's kind of like in um like a bad example that i guess would be like um elfin lead like they just kind of yeah yeah they gave her the amnesia just so she could have like a cute version and then a yandere version you know what i mean it was just kind of like which is like it was kind of fine, I guess, but like it wasn't as good as 
it doesn't work as well as you could. You could have just done that anyway. You know what I mean? You didn't have to do the amnesia part for that, in my opinion. But like in here, you are discovering things about the world with Kaiba as he traverses through different worlds, th- through different planets on the ship, and with through different bodies and too, and through different. He has bodies multiple bodies. Well. He has like a big hippo body. The best one is is Chronico. He takes over yeah, the body Chronico, of the girl, young girl Chronico. Oh man, her story was so sad. <laughs> and that's shit. what's cool about. The, the the episodic and okay and here's the thing too is like it, it shows right away these different devices that people use to like take the memory chips out of people and manipulate devices them. and manipulate them and there's like this little green gun that like you can project someone's memories and then crawl into it and basically oh that was you don't crawl wild into, you don't crawl into a memory but you crawl into a room that has their memories in it so like they're like in book form or pictures yeah, it's like, or whatever yeah it's like a like a library or something. Yeah, and every everyone's room looks different, which is super cool. And um, like I think there was one episode where they went to the, this old lady's house and she had, like the twin boys or oh, whatever. It was like the lighthouse. That was brutal. Yeah, <laughs> and her room was just one small room with a bookshelf, but there was actually a hidden door behind the main door that was a huge ass library. It was like that was the actual room of her memories, and it was super cool. And then like. The Chronicle story, which is cool because, like, it does her story, but then you – Kaiba goes into her body for, like, a few episodes, and then you're kind of just still – it's like you're still watching her, but, like, you're not. And it's like, oh, dude, like, fuck. And that's kind of like – there was even a part where they talked about, like, how it was hard for him to adjust being in that body because she was having her monthly thing, you know, and feeling sick. And oh yeah, that's she, what that was. I thought it was like a food yeah. thing, but it, but it's it's her period. Yeah, Chronicles period. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes, you know, and and I'm not going to speak on it because I don't have a fucking uterus, obviously. But like, you know, like you know, you get sick to your stomach, and not just with cramps, but in other ways is what I mean. And so like, and I only know that because it happens to Trisha once in a while. You know, she gets really sick, and like, I was kind of like, oh shit, you know, like damn, like that's a cool thing that they pointed out. And it seems random, but it's actually super important, I think, exactly for that thing. Because it's in this world that they're in, people's, like, bodies and memories are getting stolen all the time. Like, they were trying to, like, the whole Chronicles whole thing, spoiler alert, was, like, she was selling her body or her memories or whatever. No, she was selling her, yeah, she was selling her body to help pay for her family, right? Because her family was poor. Um, And then you learn that... The, the mother was actually her stepmother because her Chronicle's real mother had died. And so, like, the, the stepmother was trying to make money, but then her husband had died. <laughs> so, like, they were so short, and she was trying to feed her real kids. And then, but she still loved Chronicle, but, like, they had to do something, right? And so it was just, like, desperation. It was crazy. And, like, and, uh, and, and then it turns out when, like, Chronicle was going to sell her body, like, she was never going to get... Uh, she was like never gonna get her memories back. Apparently, the guy who was like taking the body was doing that. Yeah, yeah. Which is just like wild. Like she was just giving up everything. <laughs> yeah, and it's and and like just, just the the way it's directed is like god tier. Like Masaki Yuasa direction is is like unbeatable. Like all when he almost all he of his boarded things it that he too. Makes are, are masterpieces. Yeah, and he boarded it too. So like you know. It, it 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 very cinema. You know, I mean, if you've seen Ping Pong and you've seen Devil Man Cryberry, the way he boards stuff is yeah. He does a lot of cin- creative like match cuts and stuff like that. 
super cinematic yeah super cool and different angles and 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 yeah like the 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 thing about this art style is it allows the character designs are simple enough that you can uh you can animate them doing lots of different things like while still being on your time budget type of thing you know what i mean so like if you did like a i don't know like a xenoblade chronicles or fire emblem character design it would take much more effort to make them do these things because they have so much more crap to draw you know, am I wrong on that or am I right? I don't know. I feel like if there's no, but, less on the character, you can make them do more. And that, and that's exactly it too, because it kind of it when you're when you're when you're as talented at doing what you do, right? You can kind of exaggerate those things and still understand what's happening, right? So like, even though these bodies are not like quote unquote anatomically whatever average or whatever like the way that they're designed you still understand like this is their stomach these are their arms their spine is right about here that kind of thing you know what i mean like you can exaggerate that stuff so like if you're looking for example for example we should have said this in our fucking i think we said something like this oh yeah we should have said some yuasa designs (laughs) in our in our character design episode yeah yeah, yeah, we sh- and I and I, I don't remember if we mentioned this in our character design episode, but Otakon like, meetup, you know, everybody dresses Kaiba characters. Yeah, <laughs> but like you know, if you look at Goofy, you know, um, Gore, his his body is fucked up, but it still does like the typical S shaped character design thing. Yeah, yeah. So like you can still draw the S in his body, even though it's messed up. You know what I mean? So like, it's 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 kind of like th- that same kind of um um essence rule applies here. You know, so it's it's super cool, and 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 you can do these exaggerated moments in this in this world where, you know, things are as fantastical as they are, and so it kind of makes a lot of sense. You know, it just it just works. So everything works together. You don't feel like you're being taken out of anything. You feel like you're right in the world. You're right by Kaiba trying to discover everything as he's discovering it in a way where it's just kind of like while exploring this vast like universe that's got all this crazy shit happening and it's just wild it's and i know we're kind of all over the place talking about it but like yeah so that being said might enter spoiler territory here in a little bit yeah we give some Um, early spoilers for some stuff um yeah but those those were like episode three like that was not far into the show but like it's yeah go ahead (laughs) Yeah, I think episode three was a Chronicle one. Yeah, yep, and that was Chronicle, and episode four was the the old lady, the lighthouse. The lighthouse. Yeah. Yep. Um, but like the um, so then it turns out like so like Kaiba is actually the name of this plant that steals memories or that eats memories, and then Kaiba's not his actual name. That's just the name Nero gave. Oh yeah, Nero uh, gave him the name. Yep. Yeah, gave him that name. He's actually King Warp the king of the heavens and his power is to be able to like absorb everyone's memories and hold on to it. And so like, he's got, his head's got like a bitch ton of memories in it. Yeah. And you, you learn about that like visually. Cause he starts, he, he draws everything that he sees. Like when he first uh, meets Nero and she's like, wow, you have a great memory. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> it's like I don't remember I, I so like the last four episodes right kind of brings everything together and you kind of it, you kind of 
it starts telling you why he ended up where he did in the beginning of the show and then um, how he met Nero and why they're in love and why Popo is doing what he's doing and all that stuff, right? And so I kind of... I, and I should have rewatched the at least the last two or three episodes. I feel like I still got to rewatch it. <laughs> we, yeah. What we could do is just go down the list of characters real quick and just say what each character like is. Okay. In like one sentence. Okay. Uh, let me do. So Kaiba this. is the is the main character or warps, yes. and you just described. And then Nero is Kaiba's childhood friend, actually, right? Sort of. Nero is Nero is Popo and uh, Keiichi's childhood. Oh, friend. that's right. But she's she's Kaiba's like girlfriend, basically. Yeah, they fell in love. Yeah. Um, because King Warp like was like fuck this, I don't want to do this. So he jumped down into the undermoon through the electrolytic clouds. Oh, yeah, and lost his, lost his memories. Yep. Okay. Yep. And that's the start yeah. of the show. And, and okay. And then Popo yeah. is like. He's like this rebel who's trying to destroy the world, basically, uh, because he hates the the elites up above. Yeah. Um, and then Kroniko is who we described earlier. She's like a poor girl from one of the planets mm-hmm. who Kaiba, we're just going to call him Kaiba, who Kaiba uh, takes over the body of. And so and then, and then he, when he does that, he meets Vanilla, which is this one of the spaceship like bodyguards or you know hired muscle essentially he's like the sheriff on board yeah and vanilla is like this tragic character that uh he like falls in love with chronico and he's like doing everything he can to make her happy and you know even telling lies about himself like that he has more bodies and everything but he doesn't that's his only body um because like the elites are really the only ones who can transfer bodies it's not the it's not for the because they're they're rich enough to do so yeah yeah and um, and they they will take the bodies and memories of the poor and like kind of steal those. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So yeah, Vanilla is is a partner in crime with Chronico, and we can talk more about him. Their little story later. Hyoyo Hyoyo is this creation by this other character Kichi, and Kichi Kichi kind of knows everything, right? He knows like how everything works, and he knows like that the plant. Kaiba can like either destroy everything or they can fight against it. Mm-hmm. And Hyoyo has more memories in it. Basically, it's like it's kind of like a mascot character. It's like a spinning, floaty thing that just like screams. <laughs> it's like a Pokemon, pretty much. Um, mm. those are kind of the main cast, and then there's side characters in like the episodic episodes, which we might mm. mention. But yeah. Hmm. And so basically, the end is, like, you figure out that, like, King Warp has 15 million copies of himself to keep transferring all of the memories he's holding over and over and over again. Um, he is, He's a flesh computer. <laughs> yeah, and then the actual Kaiba, um, he, like, you can't hurt him from the outside. Like, he's, like, immortal, kind of, in a way. Like, you can't shoot him with a gun. You can't pierce him with a sword you can't do any of that and so but if something were to happen then they have all these copies and so one of the copies kind of got a mind of their own and when they saw that like Kaiba and Nero were falling in love he sent them down to the electrolytic clouds again and then that's where the start of the show happens 
And uh, episode one is wild. I I still think of the scene with the little kid taking the toy bird and sending it through Kaiba's chest cavity. <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, that hole in his chest is all the way through. It's not just like yeah. It's like you can put your hand through it and come out the back. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's. It's 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 huge. Oh man, and then that plays yeah. into the very like the last episode where the hole gets like smaller and then huge and stuff. It's, oh, the directing is just crazy. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love the like the 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 concept of the of the kid sending a bird through it. Like what does that symbolize? <laughs> right, right. Cuz she's like kind of like meeting him and she's like looking at his little pendant locket thing with a picture of Nero in it and She's like kind of uh, it, it was it was kind of cool because it was kind of a way to explore the physical traits of the character without actually explaining it. You know what I mean? It was just kind of yeah. like he's got this pendant. He's got this hole in his chest. He's got this tattoo on his stomach. That kind of thing. And it was just really cool. Like when you it's like a show don't tell. You know what I mean? Which is really nice. Yeah. And they do that for the, the show- first <laughs> like most of the show. <laughs> Yeah, which is, I mean, they do that for most, which is nice. Um, and then, uh, I mean, so, like, after after Chronicle, you know, we'll just say dies, you know, I guess. But, like, you know, uh, Hyohyo quickly puts Kaiba's body in Chronicle so they can get away. Um, from oh, no, Chron- yeah, Chronicle them. goes to sell her body away. And yeah, like, and then. It's, like, in a scrap heap. And, and these two, Kaiba's these getting chased by Vanilla, it. and so he he takes her body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then these two other passerbys are like gonna steal it and sell it to this asshole mob guy. And then so then Vanilla's like, oh, Chronico, oh. And then he obviously Chronico he doesn't tell Vanilla that he's Kaiba or whatever. But like they start traveling together for like the next few episodes after that, after Vanilla saves her from the bad guys trying to steal her body, which is cool. And so they kind of go together for a couple episodes and it's kind of nice. And then um, actually that's one important part. That's really cool. Like the transhumanism part was like, um, so after the period thing happens and then Gel, the big machine Gel. Yeah, that was, um, and, and Gel is, is a woman in a man's body and Ka- Kaiba is a man in a woman's body in, in that episode. Yes. Yes. And actually it's Nero and Gel, by the way, too. So like, um, oh, Nero's the one in Gel. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Man. See, there's because, so many things I missed. Because, it, oh my god, I I don't want to summarize the whole thing. Like I swear, it's yeah, so, we're, so we're going wild. a little long winded. <laughs> yeah, but like, but anyway, that that part was cool because like Gel explains to to Chronico slash Kaiba, yeah, once you're in a different body for so long, you start losing who you originally were and becoming more and more whatever, right? And so in in the next few episodes, there's a little moment between Vanilla and Chronico where Vanilla's like, well, Chronico, what do you think of me? And and she's like, you should go after me more aggressively. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, shit. Like, why did you say that? Because you're still Kaiba and you're not... You know what I mean? Like, it was was, kind of cool. It's like, oh, shit, that's like one of the moments that Gail was like telling her about. Like, you start losing, like, are you becoming more attracted to the other gender now because you're in that body for so long and what's happening to your memories, what's happening to your soul? So is memory, are your memories really your memories or are they, do they meld into the soul of the body you're in? And it's just like, this is like a, like, 
Ghost in the Shell, right? It was like a, they had a big transhumanism theme because of like your brain in a different body, right? This was more like this was more questioning like are your memories your soul because they're your memories, right? And it was just kind of like I've never really thought to think about it like that until I watched the show, and now I'm all fucked up. Now I'm all like, okay, well nothing is real. I don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> Like, that's why I don't have memories. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's, that's why Nick doesn't remember. <laughs> I suck at remembering he stuff. He doesn't remember anyone's names. He's just like, oh. Yeah, my, so I, I have, have terrible memories. Awful. Um, I'm forgetful, so it kind of, you know, makes you feel any better. But, like... You're Kaiba compared to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I don't even know, man. Like, I... I don't want to summarize the whole thing and tell you the whole thing, but like the ending when everything culminates together, again I have to rewatch it because I gotta rewatch there it. There were third some time. parts. <laughs> I know I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to rewatch it again because like there's there's a part where like you know that meme where it's like always has been it's like the astronaut behind yeah. with a gun, but then there's like there's versions of that meme where it's like 15 astronauts with guns. You know, and it just keeps going backwards. That was, like, what happened at the end. There was, like, there was three defective copies of Kaiba, and they all jumped Popo, and then some other people jumped them, and then, <laughs> like, A lot it was happened like a, all at once, yeah. Yeah, it, it, and it, maybe it felt a little rushed, maybe, but, like... Yeah, the, I would say the first, like, two-thirds of the show, or, yeah, about roughly, were more, like, grokkable. Like, I could understand that better than the than the last, like, three episodes. Give or take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially since the characters in those episodes were more, um, and this is kind of like my only real complaint is like the ending of Kaiba. It's just it's, it's, it's just a little clustered. But then but, a little. But like the early episodes were so fucking good. Like each character had had a lot of uh, story to them, and like they were empathetic, right? Like the the mother of Kroniko, you know, she was like playing piano with her and, and crying and everything. And it's, it's just like so fucking good. And then the grandma and then even, even vanilla, vanilla is kind of a piece of shit. Like that guy sucks, but like he has his own sad story. Like he's trying to make money to, for his mom, you know, and, uh, and he's trying to save Kroniko, even if he's kind of a little bit of a creep about it, at least he's cares about her, you know, but, uh, there's, yeah, there's an ending to vanilla and Kroniko. And it's like, when that happens, dude, Shit! Oh God! <laughs> Start crying. But no, dude. Like, no, I did. Okay, so that part I got watery eyed, and then like when they were doing all like the characters, like um, kind of showing like the 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 backstories at the last few episodes, I was like, <gasps> yeah, Nero's gasp. backstory was great too. Watery eyed gasp is what I was doing. I was like, nah, dude. It was cool, man. Like this was a it was a pretty and again I do agree with Nick there that's that's probably my one complaint too is that the ending they kind of clustered like all like the backstories together so it, it matched up at the end you know it matched up at the end with the beginning like you know what I mean like the first episode and I mean other than that though the rest of it is just so cool that I don't even know how really big of a complaint that really is. No, yeah, it's it's a yeah. it's a nitpick a little bit. Um it's just it's just a matter of like it's hard to figure it out. 
Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, dude. I'd, I had to and, look up. Uh, Kaiba explained. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I did do I did do some of that too because I you was just like, post um, this WordPress blog so people can read about it. <laughs> this, there's this there's this WordPress blog that somebody wrote, um, uh, that that explains the themes really well. Her screen name uh, it, is Vilioshin. Hanaga Saita Yo is the website. Um, we can put it in the show oh, notes. He, oh, here's the here's the thing at the beginning, by the way, that they put it right here. Are the memories our soul or our spirit? This is a world in which memories can be stored by transforming them into data. After biological death, it is possible to become immortal, transferring one's memory into a better body. Unpleasant memories can be erased, and pleasant ones can be downloaded. But all this is the exclusive prerogative of the elite. And so it's like... It's like the Berserk intro. Yeah. And so kind of like, not not only are the the first six, seven episodes like these episodic stories, they still have these, their own themes that play into the bigger theme of the whole thing. You know, soul and body, existential crisis, social inequality. Loss of virtue, you know, uh, consumerist stupidity. Yeah, yeah. Sexual identity, love identity, that kind of thing. And so, like, it just, it kind of goes on, and then obviously it culminates with the end of um, what's happening with the story with uh, Nero and Popo and uh, Kaiba and King Warp or whatever. But, yeah, dude, honestly, Nick, absolute bullseye for this one. It's going on my deck spotlight. And so I give it, I give it honestly, dude, I give it like 8.5 memory chips out of 10. That's about what I gave it. <laughs> Just because it's hard to figure yeah. out. I'd give it a 10 otherwise. Like, yeah, the difference between this and Ping Pong and Tatami Galaxy, I think Ping Pong is the easiest one to understand. And I gave that one a 10. Yeah. Kaiba, I think I, I boosted up to a 9 after watching it a second time. And maybe I'd boost it to a ten if I watched it a third time. I don't know, but yeah, I might. Yeah, low key, I might. And also, the animation is just really sweet as well. And like, and and this is the perfect example of like an anime show where it's like it has good animation and good style and good art that doesn't have to be super fluid. It not everything needs to be shaded. Actually, nothing is shaded. In this, yeah, um, yeah, they're flat. You know, there's there's shadows and shit in it, yes, but like the characters in themselves aren't shaded or highlighted. The you know the animation's not super fluid every time, and when it is fluid, it's like this really cool thing that's happening. And there's even and and again the art style being like that retro the the character design being that kind of retro Tezuka look and Ishinomori look is really cool. Um, if you like the Masaki Yuasa short Star Wars short in Visions, the TBO one, you know it's 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 like the 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 TBO one droid. That style is like what these these characters look like with the big boots, big glove hands, you know. And I like the big hippo, <laughs> the big hippo body is super yeah. cool. I, um, there's also at the end, there's a part where um, uh, God, what is it, Kichi? He goes into like a mech body for a little bit. I won't say why, but he goes into like this mech body and he's kind of uh trying to help Nero get to Kaiba or whatever. And they do Masaki Yuasa does the Atano Circus. Um, or they do the Atano Circus there. And if you don't know what the Atano Circus is, we mentioned I've mentioned it a few times. 
but it's basically that missile um it's like this missile effect that you see in a lot of anime yeah like macross it happens it happens a lot in macross that's where it originated and you see it a lot in gundam and mecha animes and shit where they're shooting a shit ton of missiles and it's like kind of curving over into like this target um there's a very cool like i call it the i i call it the masaki yuasa special version of the Atano circus because it like the missiles kind of zigzagged they didn't go in like this curved thing you know what i mean they went into like these curved zigzagged all over the place and then centered in on the target and it was just super cool looking love it love it love it love it so like even though it's this very original piece and a very original misaki yuasa thing that you're being delivered it still has a bunch of elements of what inspired him in it and that just makes it it's it's very well-rounded you know it's god fucking a all right that's all i got (laughs) it's really good it's just you should just watch it just watch it like i god damn it dude i'll even rewatch it with you so i can figure out what you know because like there were some parts at the end there where i kind of like I didn't remember how, like, how did that, where did that other Keem Warp come from at the end? And yeah, it's mostly the ending that I, that I need clarification on. Yeah, um, yeah. But other than that, God, if you, and especially if you love Masaki Yuasa, it's like, you just have to, you gotta, you know what I mean? So. can't do it can't do it without the blog is explaining some of it to me i'm I'm skimming it right now (laughs) yeah yeah this person went deep (laughs) yeah no this person went in you know they must have watched it a few times just to get oh yeah breakdown of it but um it's 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 super good it's super good man it's super cool and uh oh man i think this is one of my favorite ops of this decade for sure Oh man! I should watch OP, a, a list dude. of like two thousands ops to see which ones are my favorite. Do they? There's so many. Okay, yeah. I there's so many crazy YouTubers out there who will make like fucking two hour videos of just, you know, it's like fifteen second clips of just a bunch of ops from like spanning across two three decades. Oh yeah and, yeah yeah. Uh, I've sat through and watched some of them sometimes. I think I watched like, one oh, with like shit. all the Gundam ops. Like somebody ranked all of yeah, his favorites. Yeah. <laughs> fucking wild but yeah the opening theme iron-blooded orphans represent that was like really yeah. high on the list <laughs> raise your flag <laughs> that song banger, was wild dude. dude that song got you hype yeah dude you were about to fight somebody no like yeah the theme song the opening theme in this one is, is called never by sarah kagami and she also does the ending theme as well but like there's like some insert songs in it that very much like oh yeah the tree song that was a good one Ch- chronicle tree song. song oh man it's all really the, sad. The, <laughs> the soundtrack and some of the and they reuse a lot of the songs for yeah yeah a bunch, but it, it it's it's always perfect for the moment and it makes sense. It it never annoys you or bothers you. It's like it's so good. But yeah, eight point five memory chips out of ten. That's what I'm saying. Hell yeah. So yeah, dude. Overall, I think two very different shows that you would enjoy. For very different reasons, right? I think, like I think go... not that many people are going to like both. <laughs> to be honest. No, and to be honest, right? Because one is, like, you know, one is that fan service thing where people are like, oh, God, fan service anime. I'm not watching this because they want to watch a story. 
but then you give them something like Kaiba, and it's like, I don't know what's going on, so therefore I don't like it. It's, it's too confusing and weird looking. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, because people don't understand, you know, they, they don't understand. Well, I mean, style, and then a lot of people watch the fan service show because they want to unwind. So they're like, ah, Strike Witches, let's go. Right. Kaiba, you really right. got to pay attention, you know, and, and that's very rewarding, but um, you need to put a little more effort into it. Yeah. Strike Witches is very much like I could put it on. That I should mention that too. Like Strike Witches, I can most likely put it on while I'm drawing, like on my second monitor. Yeah, that's Kaiba, one of the I tried Kaiba, I tried to do that with with one episode. I think it was I think it was You're like, the, I gotta like, start this episode over. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the episode with Gel and I was like, I gotta start this over because I, I, I gotta go back because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Because I'm trying to work on Fist of Summit while I was watching it. But yeah, no, I, I stopped doing that because I, I didn't want to miss anything. So like yeah. Definitely for sure. But yeah, I think you guys should watch them. And we're probably going to do more show swaps. One of my Anime Summit's New Year's resolutions I make for myself is like, you know, try and watch more older shows for this decade. And also, I think we want to do more show swaps in general. I think we wanted to start doing that last year and we just never did. Yeah. So we could do like anniversary that, stuff too with like stuff from the 90s, 80s, et cetera. Yeah, which we'll do. We missed a few big ones like, oh, man, we should have done Serial Experiments Lane, you know. But we should have done, like, in 2018, we weren't doing the spotlights yet, I don't think. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah, like, we 1993, until, like... what, what aired then? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's like, go look. Sailor Moon or something, you Haka show, but. Let's go, let's go look right now. Just We're doing this live right now. Let's go see. Let's jump to year 1990. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Winter anime, nineteen ninety-three. Uh, Miracle Girls. There you go. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Let's see. Oh spring. yeah, Sailor Moon R. There's Sailor Moon R. Okay, Sailor Moon R. There we go. Oh, Victory Gundam. Victory dude. Gundam. Let's watch Victory Gundam. Yeah, dude. Ghost Sweeper Mikami. I remember playing the Sega Saturn game. Summer of that. had one new show. That is insane. I don't even think that's a show. Oh, it is. Okay, it is. Looks oh, f- Slam Dunk Fall. Oh, okay. Slam Dunk. Yeah. We're doing Slab Dark. Let's that's go. That's a lot of episodes. 100 episodes. 101 episodes. That's the problem with like a lot of the old stuff is it was all like 100 episodes or more. They just went on. Yeah. Yeah. Even this one next to it, Muka Muka Paradise, 51 episodes. Blue Legend Shoot, 50. It was either episodes. an OVA or 100 episodes. <laughs> it was either, yeah. It was either, you're getting two or getting 100. You don't get anything in between. You're going to like it. <laughs> Oh man, and if it's funny because if you scroll down to, uh, like if you scroll down in night in fall ninety three, if you scroll down to continuing, there's still Dragon Ball Z and Yu Yu Hakusho there, and they started in eighty nine and ninety two. <laughs> I wonder what arc this was in, in ninety three, probably World Tournament or something. But yeah, dude. So yeah, watch those shows. Let us know what you think, or if you did watch them, and you listened to this, let us know what you thought. And uh, yeah, dude. Thank Watch you, Nick, Strike for that. Witches and Kaiba. And like Watch alternate them. episodes. <laughs> yeah, alternate episodes. Get back dude, to if us you on do that. that. <laughs> if you do that, that'll be hilarious. Yeah, dude. Um, oh, we yeah. already did Giant Robo. That was 93. Okay. Oh, man. I want to. I kind of want to rewatch that. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I can't believe that is a 7.7 on Mel. That's like. I guess that's kind of high for a show from back then. That's pretty high. Anyway, and, it's, and for a giant hero robot show, it's, that's yeah decent, I think, because people are bitches. But you know, Nick, yeah, you know what, dude, Nick, you have to understand not everyone has good taste like you and I do. 
Okay, just, you know. Yes, we flavor. like strike witches. And. <laughs> I'm just going to start doing the Tony Soprano thing. What are you going to do? The, the, if you like butt cracks, watch both of these shows. Oh yeah, buck, there's on, but there's butt cracks. Butt cracks in both shows. What, what are you? Yeah, what are you gonna do? But, yeah, you see a butt crack, forget <laughs> about it. Yeah. All right, that's enough Italian stuff. I'm sorry. Okay, anyways, love you guys very much. Thank you for listening every week. And yeah, watch Kaiba and Strike Witches. I've been Sam. That's been Nick. That's been Honey Bear. And we've been the Anime Summit Podcast. <laughs>